0: If you want the latest news and technology, reviews of great new tech hardware and software, along with helpful tech tips, then Tech Brood with Greg Doig is the podcast for you and everyone that loves tech.
1: Today's main topic is Inbox Zero, some tips and tricks for organizing your email like a pro. Email can be a major time suck. Checking and responding to emails can take up a lot of time, especially if your inbox is cluttered. Getting your inbox to zero can help you manage your time better and focus on the important tasks at hand. Inbox zero is the goal of having zero emails in your inbox. This can be achieved by either deleting or archiving all of your emails or by sorting them into folders so that your inbox is empty. There are a few different ways to achieve inbox zero. One way is to use the delete button liberally and archive everything else. Another way for Gmail users is to use Gmail's filters and labels to move certain types of emails out of your inbox and into specific folders. Other email clients have similar features and use the ones that are available to you with your program of choice. You can also use an app like Samebox, you can find that at samebox.com, to automatically filter certain types of emails out of your inbox and into specific folders. I have been using Samebox for several years. It is a little pricey when you have multiple email accounts to manage though. The market for email program add-ons is strong. Other popular applications to help with getting to zero inbox are Clean Email, which is located at their website, clean.email. They promote their product at their website front page, which reads, Clean Email helps you manage your mailbox overloaded with unread and unwanted emails more efficiently, while keeping your data safe and respecting your privacy. Clean up emails with our Email Inbox Cleaner app, according to Clean Email. One more I'll mention because I've used it before is Maelstrom. That's M-A-I-L-S-T-R-O-M, which is at their website, maelstrom.co. They claim to allow someone to clean up their inbox and unsubscribe and delete thousands of messages in just a few clicks. There are free trials available with these programs and will give you a good feel to the performance delivered by them. I'm sure there are other programs available if you do a search. I've just covered a few that I've used or currently use. There are a few key tips for maintaining Inbox Zero that can be extremely helpful in keeping your email organized and manageable. First, it is important to set some ground rules for yourself and create a plan for dealing with emails. Decide how often you will check your email and what you will do with each message when you read it. Make sure to respond to or delete messages as soon as possible so they don't pile up in your inbox. And in conclusion, Inbox Zero is a great way to manage your email and keep your inbox organized. It can help you to stay focused and productive, and it can also save you time. If you're not already using Inbox Zero, I encourage you to give it a try. It may take some time to get used to, but I think you'll find that it's worth the effort.
0: Coming up next on Tech Brood, some tech news.
1: So here are some tech news story headlines from this past week. A big one for Apple fans out there as Apple announced an event for March 8th, which they are calling Peak Performance. They announced that they'll be holding its first event of 2022 on that date, March 8th, at 10 a.m. Pacific Time at the Steve Jobs Theater. PC Magazine is predicting that Apple will unveil an A15-powered iPad Air and iPhone SE, plus an M2-based MacBook. But as always, we'll have to wait to see what shows up at the show. But they're saying there's also going to be new MacBooks coming this year, and they're predicting a new model will feature a redesigned keyboard and trackpad. And they're also predicting a new laptop that will come with a range of colors. Hmm. Okay, here's a story by ZDNet, written by Stephanie Condon, who's a senior staff writer, who's writing about electric vehicles. The article reads that Sony and Honda this past Friday announced their plans to form a new electrical car company, with the expectation that the new company would bring its first high-value added battery electric vehicle to market by 2025. While Honda brings its car manufacturing capabilities to the table, Sony is expected to develop a mobility service platform for the company. The partnership between Sony and Honda, underscores how dramatically the auto industry has evolved and continues to evolve. Thanks to improving battery technology, the advent of 5G and in-car connectivity, and other innovations, traditional automakers in the last decade have formed a number of alliances with tech companies that see cars as yet another platform for reaching customers. In a statement, the Sony CEO said the new partnership will help Sony build on its vision to make the mobility space an emotional one, and contribute to the evolution of mobility centered around safety, entertainment, and adaptability. For now, Honda and Sony said they have agreed to deepen discussion with the aim of establishing their new company this year. As they envision it, the new company would plan, design, develop, and sell the electric vehicles. However, it would not own or operate manufacturing facilities, So Honda would be responsible for manufacturing the first electric vehicle model. Sony would help develop mobility services using its expertise in imaging, sensing, telecommunication, network, and entertainment technologies. And last story, but not the least, of course, reads, Hackers stoke pandemonium amid Russia's war in Ukraine. There's been a wave of cyber attacks meant to buoy... Ukraine, but it could have unintended consequences. This according to an article written by Lily Hay Newman at Wired.com, and it was also posted at ArsTechnica.com. Lily writes that on Thursday, hackers defaced a Russian Space Research Institute website and leaked files that they allege are stolen from Roscosmos, the Russian space agency. Their message read, Leave Ukraine alone, else Anonymous will F- bad swear word, you up even more. Meanwhile, a DDoS attack pummeled Russia's .ru top-level domain with the aim of essentially cutting off access to all URLs that end in .ru. And these are just the latest incidents in a surge of hacktivism in support of Ukraine. Protests against Russia's war of choice with Ukraine have been held around the world including in 48 Russian cities. The global community has raised millions of dollars for Ukraine through cryptocurrency donations, and private companies from Shell and BP to Apple have temporarily or permanently pulled out of the Russian market. Amidst the havoc, hacktivists are joining other attempts to make a statement and advance their cause. For years, Russia has barraged Ukraine with an array of intrusive and destructive cyber attacks, and the war opened in recent days with Russian campaigns to hit Ukrainian institutions with DDoS attacks and awakened data wiping malware on hundreds of Ukrainian computers. Ukraine itself has launched an effort to amass a volunteer IT army of civilian hackers from around the world to aid its fight alongside traditional conscription. Still, as the back-and-forth has escalated into violence in the region and NATO countries have battered Russia with crippling economic sanctions, hacktivist data leaks, website defacements, and cyber attacks have become one of the most visible, if not necessarily the most impactful, digital battlegrounds. But as a side note... You need to be taking care of your own personal cybersecurity if you haven't been. And if you don't have backups, you sure in the heck better get them now. And that's the end of this week's top tech news headline stories.
0: Coming up next on Tech Brood, tech tips and the how to section for this week.
1: Well, our first tech tip today is more of a news item from Google about their Google Workspace product. They say more information will be included in comment notifications to help avoid phishing and malware. Here's a quick summary from their website. They write, when someone mentions you in a comment in a Google Workspace document, they will send you an email notification with the comment and the commenter's name. With this update, they are adding the commenter's email address to the email notification, which is new. They hope that by providing this additional information, this will help you feel more confident that you're receiving a legitimate notification rather than a spam or phishing attempt by a bad actor. And there's nothing required on admins to get this feature. And as far as end users, the feature will be available by default, but it's gradually rolling out, began rolling out March 3rd, and it will be rolling out for about 15 days for free. Feature visibility for all Google Workspace users, and it's going to be available for Google Workspace customers, as well as legacy G Suite basic and business customers, and also available to users with personal Google accounts. Our next tech tip is for Microsoft users, especially those that are looking to get rid of a computer. Microsoft had a warning recently that some files might not be deleted when you reset a Windows PC. And until they get a complete workaround, you'll have to do the following steps. And these are the steps according to Microsoft. You're going to delete the Windows.old folder using Storage Sense in the Settings app. So for Windows 11, Windows 10, version 20H2, in all editions, here's the summary. The Windows.old folder contains the previous version of Windows on your device. If you want to remove the previous version after you upgrade, or as I mentioned, if you're getting rid of the computer, the easiest method is to use Storage Sense in the Settings app. Follow the steps that are going to be given for your version of the Windows operating system. In Windows 10, go ahead, grab that pen, pencil, crayon if you want to write this down, or just re-listen to it if you miss a step. Number one, you're going to open Settings. Two, select System. Three, select storage. Then, when you're there in the storage sense section, choose change how we free up space automatically. Then, in the free up space now section, select the delete previous version of Windows checkbox. Then, select the clean now button. Okay, now here are the steps for Windows 11 users one, open settings. Two, select system three, select storage, and four, select cleanup recommendations. Then next, select the previous Windows installation checkbox. Then select the cleanup button that displays the file size. So again, keep this in mind if you're looking to get rid of a computer and Microsoft is working on a complete fix for this, but those are the steps to take now, especially if you're unloading that PC or laptop. And then we're going to have another, let's see, an additional bonus tech tip? Sure, why not? With the show that we mentioned for Apple coming up on March 8th, where they'll be introducing new products, if there's a new iPhone or iPad in your future, and who knows, maybe a new iPod Touch, you want to get a quick start to transfer the data, here's what you do to set up your new iOS device automatically using a current iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch. So if you want to set up your new device with Quick Start, here's what you do. Go ahead. hope you still got the pen, pencil, crayon handy. Quick Start occupies both devices. So make sure that you choose a time when you won't need to use your current device for several minutes. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to turn on your new device and place it near your current device. A screen should appear on your current device that offers the option of using your Apple ID to set up your new device then make sure that it's the Apple ID that you want to use, then tap continue. If you don't see the option to continue on your current device, make sure that Bluetooth is turned on. Wait for an animation to appear on your new device, then hold your current device over the new device, then center the animation in the viewfinder. Wait for a message that says finish on new device. And if you can't use your current device's camera, Tap authenticate manually then follow the on-screen steps. When asked, enter your current device's passcode on your new device. Then follow the instructions to set up face ID or touch ID on your new device. When you see the transfer data from device screen, tap continue to begin transferring your data from your previous device to your new device. Or you can tap other options to transfer apps, data, and settings from your most recent iCloud backup or transfer from a backup on your computer. Keep your devices near each other and plugged into power until the data migration process is complete. Transfer times can vary based on factors such as network conditions and the amount of data being transferred.
0: That's
1: it for your tech tips for this week.
0: Coming up next on Tech Brood, our tech products review section for this week. In this week's product review section, we're going to talk about Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Graphic design software, also known as a graphics editor, is a type of software used to create or edit digital images, graphics, and text. Common features of graphic design software include the ability to create vector illustrations, layer-based editing, photo editing tools, and topography tools. They can also be used to create basic animations and videos. Graphic design software is used by both professional graphic designers and hobbyists alike create digital art, logos, web graphics, and more. Canva is a graphic design software that can be used by anyone regardless of design experience. It was created in 2012 with the mission to make design simple for everyone. With a user-friendly interface and a library of built-in templates and tools, Canva makes it easy for you to create beautiful designs. It is available both via web and via desktop. Canva is easy to use. It was created by a team of young Australian designers And the first Canva prototype took six months to develop, and the initial team consisted of eight members. And without any prior experience in design or development, the Canva team designed the application and launched it in 2012. Canva has many templates and tools. Canva allows users to create beautiful designs with a variety of templates and tools. Users can choose from over 500 professionally designed templates that are available in 2D and 3D as well as custom shapes. You can create professional graphics with Canva. It's fast and easy to use. You can get started in minutes. In fact, it's so quick and easy that anyone can do it. You don't need any design knowledge at all. Canva is free to use for basic features. However, experienced users can upgrade the service to unlock additional features. All basic features are free. Paid features are affordable and they will require an upgrade. You can use the templates provided by Canva and customize them using their editing tools. You can also upload your own images and photos to use on your projects. Canva allows you to create all kinds of graphics, including infographics, posters, banners, headers, slideshows, postcards, and more. You can join the Canva community for help and ideas. Currently, Canva is used by more than 1 million people and has over 8,000 templates for different purposes. Canva offers various subscription plans for their paid versions. One is Canva Pro, Canva for Education, Canva for Nonprofits, and Canva for Enterprises. And if you want to take a look, you have to visit their website for current pricing at canva.com. And that's a quick review of Canva.
1: Well, this ends this week's show, but yes, we will work to bring you more, and hope you enjoyed another episode of Tech Brood, where we talk about getting your tech brood
0: just the way you like. I'm Greg Doig, and thank you for listening.